0: welcome to the live ride learn podcast where we are growing together through stories this is your host sarah hickner and this episode has sat in my outbox for two to three weeks now so i've been very hesitant on whether or not to post it so i'd love to hear what you think and whether you love it or not i have a really fun story coming at you from an adventure that i had Last week, so be sure to tune into next week's episode where I will be posting that really fun adventure. All right, happy listening. Hey, y'all, welcome to another episode of the Live, Ride, Learn podcast. It has been a minute. This is your host, Sarah Hickner, who has been dealing with kids getting out of school. I have been zoned in on the memoir writing for the magazines. Oh, and it's the Mary Kay year in, so I've been hustling my Mary Kay business and riding my horse in so many things. So anyway, I apologize for the gap between episodes, but I'm just going to be honest, it is what it is. So, anyway, today I wanted to record an episode inspired by Father's Day. So, if you have a dad or a husband who is a dad, uh, it just really got me thinking about marriage, honestly, which I guess has nothing to do with Father's Day. (laughs) Um, But it kind of does because I'm married to the dad of my kids, right? And so that's what got my wheels turning. And in this process, I was just thinking about something that I hear a lot from other people that kind of drives me crazy and makes me very sad. And so here it is. Are you ready? This episode is about seeing the good in others. Now I'm going to start with a horse story before I talk about people, because this is a thing it's applicable across the board. Um, but there is a girl that I ride with on occasion who, when things don't go her way, she gets so upset. And so the horse will be wonderful. He'll be doing a great job and he'll do one thing wrong. And she just gets so upset with him and mad. And she, it's really kind of unfair how she treats the horse. And the thing is she's young. And so this is part of life. You know, it's something we all have to learn, but it drives me crazy because when I look at this horse, I see so many things that he's trying really hard to do and he's doing a great job at and just sometimes, you know, we're not perfect. He's not perfect. I'm not perfect. The rider's not perfect. Like, none of us are perfect. And so it just kind of breaks my heart. And and I see this not just in horses, but also I, I see it so much in marriages and relationships. And oh, I don't want to admit this, but with kids, with parents and kids, relationships and stuff, it's our propensity... I think that's the right word to always look at the negative. Okay, so how many times have you, if you're married, how many times have you complained about your husband? How many times have you nagged? How many times have I heard people complain about how their husband doesn't put dirty clothes in the dirty clothes basket or doesn't help with laundry or doesn't do this or doesn't do that? And and I get it. Now, granted, my husband is amazing, and I'm the one who doesn't put dirty clothes in the dirty clothes basket. But, uh, but that's beside the point. I just think that sometimes we get so focused on the negative that we can't see the positive. And and I'm not y'all. I'm not a saint here. Like I have moments too where I get a little frustrated, and I probably complain more than I should. But the honest truth is most of us, and I'm not saying everyone is like this, but most people are trying hard. They're trying hard at work. They're trying hard at home. They're trying hard as parents. They're trying hard. They're doing the best that they know how. And it's just that sometimes it doesn't match up to what you expect. So like for me, I I don't see, oh y'all, I'm embarrassed about this. I don't see the importance of putting my sweaty clothes in a dirty clothes basket. I think it's disgusting. Like, why should my sweaty clothes touch my not sweaty clothes and then soil them and make them more disgusting? Sometimes I have to double wash my workout clothes. Like, I don't want that smushing up against everything else so it's on my bathroom floor, not on the carpet, on my bathroom floor so that it can kind of air out before I eventually pile it all into a dirty clothes basket. No, oh, here's the deal. What if my dear husband went went crazy over this? What if he was always nagging me? I think I would go crazy. I mean, I'm just saying I couldn't handle it. And so, how much nagging are we doing over things that maybe they have a justification for? Maybe there is a clear and valid reason? And we're just not hearing it or giving them a chance. Or maybe they're just doing so much already that they can't wrap their head around it. Or maybe they just need to sit on the couch on occasion. I mean, that's just kind of, and it's not just our spouses. It's our kids, right? Like, oh my goodness. Like, they drive me crazy sometimes, y'all. They do. But here's the deal they're kids. And so I just think sometimes we expect our kids to be little adults and we expect them to be perfect and fit into this box because we made them and we, (laughs) except we didn't, God did, that's a whole other thing that drives me crazy. But, um, you know, they're little humans and they're learning and they have big imaginations and they're loud and they have to play and get their energy out and they have to fight and they have to figure life out and figure out how to do stuff and handle things. And it's not always going to fit in the box that we want it to. And I I have to say, I am number one culprit here with that because my dear sweet youngest is a zero to a hundred meltdown city over the dumbest stuff, in my opinion. And I just have no patience for it because (laughs) I am very patient and I am very slow to anger and I am I am a boiling pot with anger and it, it takes me a while and I simmer and then when it finally explodes then it's a problem but it takes a long time and I usually cool down before I get there right and she's the complete opposite and I don't have patience for it I don't understand why she just goes from zero to a hundred over like she can't find her hairbrush you know But at the same time, she's figuring out life and she's figuring out her emotions and she's figuring out how to handle things. And I don't know that me getting angry over her reaction is going to fix her reaction. It's probably not. (laughs) So, you know, what is it in life that sometimes maybe we need a mantra to handle this stuff? (laughs) An affirmation to say to ourselves, I just wrote a an article for the magazine. And in the article, I talked about how I overcome my fear when I'm in a sticky horse situation. And I I say affirmations. I say, "I'm I'm a good rider. I know what I'm doing. And this is a brave and kind horse. You're brave and smart and kind. And I just start affirming all the positive qualities of the horse. And I tell him it's brave because I think sometimes we need people to tell us we're brave, whether we feel brave or not. So I go ahead and tell the horse we're brave. But anyway, just saying that affirmation over and over again, it helps calm me. And when I calm down, it helps calm the horse down. So maybe we need to come up with a mantra to say when our kids are losing their minds or when whatever it is that, you know, when the kids are, when the siblings are arguing or whatever it is that just makes you struggle, um, Now, these are kids, right? And we are shaping them, and they do have to clean their rooms. But at the same time, there are times I think we are unfairly judgmental and harsh on the kids who are learning and growing. And they need love and guidance sometimes more than they need us to just freak out and lose our minds at them. Just saying as a parent. Okay, so one more story, and then I'm going to wrap this up, because I kind of went on a tangent with the kids. But it all comes together. Here's my story. Uh, Several months ago, I was getting really frustrated with Joey over something. I don't remember what. Uh, Like, I don't. I don't remember, but I just remember being so annoyed, and it was eating my insides out. I don't understand how people go around completely annoyed with stuff all the time, because it just... It's destructive to any positivity. like we have this life, let's enjoy it, you know, let's not live it, totally eaten up on the inside because we're hating everybody. But anyway, so I was so frustrated for a couple days and I finally was just I was praying over it and I and in the process of praying over it, I started thinking about the things that my husband does well. And not just that he does well, but that he does for me and for the kids, just for our family. Y'all, within a couple minutes, I was in tears thinking of how amazing he is and how hard he works for our family. And I know, maybe I married a unicorn. I don't know. But I just think a lot of times we probably all married wonderful people or have amazing parents have great in-laws and maybe we just aren't realizing it because we're so focused on what annoys us instead of looking at the good in people. Um, I have some neighbors that are really negative people and they send us messages complaining (laughs) and they give us hateful looks and it used to really bother us. And recently I just realized what an exhausting and unfulfilling life. That they lead, to always just be picking apart everyone around them. I mean, seriously, so exhausting. I would rather focus on the good in people and be able to enjoy people. I have also heard many times people say that they don't like people. <laughs> and I think it's kind of funny Because I'm talking to them and they're my friend and they say they don't like people and I'm thinking, well, I'm a person and you like me, I can tell. And the thing is, when you don't like people, it's because you're normally focusing on the things you don't like, right? Like the, you don't like the traffic or you don't like the ugly looks people give you at Starbucks when they have to wait in line or whatever. I don't know. (laughs) We just focus on the negative. So what I want to encourage you with today is to focus on the good in people. Focus on the good in your neighbors, even if they send you complaining text messages. Focus on the good in your horses, even if they bit you while you were tacking up (laughs) or they bucked you off on the trail. Focus on the good. Uh, I think my horse has taught me that so much because his his back issues have taught me a lot, y'all, because I've learned to realize. And then my horse before Silas he had foot problems. I I think just every horse has problems of some sort. But anyway, I started to realize how much these horses have done for me and how much they've, like, Silas, y'all, for real, we, I took him to a show and I knew he had been kind of weird, but I didn't think much about it. He'd been kind of weird, took him to a show. He jumped, we d- jumped three foot um, there was one jump he refused like three times, but it was the scariest jump we'd ever done. I was scared of it. And so he was, he's less likely to jump it when I'm scared too. But anyway, we got over it. All this to say, I got home a couple days later. I was like, you know what? This is really weird. I need to have the vet out. The vet thought he had a broken neck. Do you realize how much I appreciated my horse after that? Because I realized in that moment, my horse with a hurt neck, like possible broken neck, jumped me around a three foot course multiple times. And this is the deal. He, he's not a unicorn. He's a horse. There's plenty other horses that are doing this kind of stuff. And there's plenty of humans that are doing this kind of stuff. And we don't realize it because we're not, we're so focused on ourselves. We're not looking around. And when I I think that was a really eye-opening moment for me to see like, okay, I complain about my horse and I complain about how he didn't jump the jump or how he refused or whatever, but he freaking took me around a course of jumps multiple times at a show with a possible broken neck, obviously in a lot of pain. What else does he do for me without much complaint? And I don't even realize it when he's sacrificing himself for me. And I think It's not just horses, it's people. They're sacrificing themselves and what they love and what they want. It's not just horses, it's people. And they're sacrificing what they love or what they want to do for us. And we don't even see it. All we see are the things that annoy us. So today, please look around. And when something starts to annoy you with your kids or your spouse or your friend or your neighbor... Think of the things that they have done for you or the things that they do well or the ways that they sacrifice themselves or the places that they try hard or they work hard or the times they smile when they didn't feel like it or just all the things, y'all. The times they do the dishes, they take out the trash, like whatever it is, focus on the good, okay? I think if we all looked for the good in people instead of what they do wrong, we would be a lot happier. Not just then, like they'll obviously be happier because they'll be able to feel that you see things that you love in them, but you'll be happier because you'll see the good instead of the bad. It's amazing. And also another note from riding horses that I have learned is that when you see the good and you focus on the good, the good grows. So When I see what a horse does well, when I expect the horse to do that thing well, they're less likely to misbehave because they're feeling that good energy, that positive expectancy, and it works the same with people. So expect the best and love them when they screw up anyway and just roll with it. See the best in everybody, and I promise you life will be a lot more fun. All right. I hope you loved the episode. If you did, be sure to rate it, review it, whatever. Share it with a friend. If it impacted you and you think it could impact someone else, pass it on. That is literally the number one compliment you could give me is to share it with a friend. So if you can unpack more from the story or if you just want to follow me on Instagram, look me up at at live, ride, learn on Instagram. Also, you can go to my website, live, ride, and download a free short story. If you subscribe to my email list, I don't even have time to fill up your inbox. I promise you get like one to two emails a month. Um, but you'll get all the updates as soon as they happen on when this new book is coming out. And there will be another free short story coming soon. All right, that's it. Y'all have a great day and I will chat with you next time. Bye.